Welcome to the first ever recording of the podcast now known as the Gladcast Podcast. Today we've got a special guest. We've got Erin Jones from the WBBL side. Erin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Awesome. So, as I said, this is we're kind of making history this morning with this kind of being the first recording with the WBBL side of things. And yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, so, Erin, the question I always like to ask during these podcasts mm-hmm. is find out uh, how... When Erin was younger, she got into the game. How did you get into basketball? And like, what, what, what other sports did you play when you were growing up? So I first got into basketball through my sister. I have an older sister. She's about eighteen months older than me. Um, we were super. We've always been super close, and I wanted to be just like her. So everything she was trying, whether it was sports, different instruments, different hobbies, I wanted to try them out and do them with her and do them because of her. So that's kind of how I got into it. Were you the annoying um, wee sister? Sorry? Were you the, the annoying wee sister? A little bit, a little bit. Still, <laughs> she, she, might, she might still say I am, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll let her decide on that. Um, but I played, a, I played a bunch of different sports growing up. Basketball, of course, soccer or American soccer, um, your football. Uh, I played rugby growing up, actually did some cross country. Uh, I did a bunch of different stuff. And basketball was the one that just kind of stuck. Um, I was probably the best at that, too, um, which made it a little bit easier to stick to the sport. But it's something I just loved playing. So like, how, how did you find uh, getting into basketball and taking it more serious as kind of like a young female athlete? Like what inspired you to keep going? I'm guessing there was a few... Uh, it could be my own, and it's a bit more difficult to get into for a girl than a guy would be. So how, how what kind of kept you going? Yeah, so I remember when I was younger, I, we had a really good uh, community in terms of where I was living. We had a great community. Um, I really looked up to the high school players. Um, so they kind of motivated, motivated me to keep going, to keep playing. They were kind of my role models. I was still young at the time, of course, but they were sort of my first role models that I looked up to and I was like oh I want to go I want to play for this high school I want to do really well I love this atmosphere um and then of course when I got older that kind of turned into college players where I looked up to then older I got more WNBA players and and it just kind of grew from there I think that's quality love that and I suppose it's having those kind of constant role models as you get older and as you get more into the game that kind of keeps us going and when we're looking to make that step to the next level we know okay that person can do it I can do it absolutely and it's just it's crazy to think to like I'm I'm you know kind of that role model to younger girls too so it's like I see where they were I used to be where they are so that that's still what keeps me going is I want to be a role model for these younger athletes coming up too I want to positively impact their lives too so that still motivates me and obviously now you're into your kind of your first year as a pro after mm-hmm. kind of having two years at North Florida. So how did you find your kind of five years or so of playing NCAA basketball? Yeah, so it was it was tough. Um, it was not easy at all, uh, but it was definitely worth it. Um, it was hard in terms of just the workload, being able to manage basketball, school, all of that. Um, I went to three different schools, so three different colleges, had a bunch of different coaches bunch of different teammates so it, it was tough um but the adversity I faced it definitely made me stronger so I wouldn't change it for, for anything so 
your final year, you obviously your fourth year, you had your playing time was brilliant, scoring lots of points, involved a lot. But your kind of fifth year, that kind of uh, massively decreased. How did you deal with that, both in terms of your expectations, but also kind of emotionally and mentally? Yeah, so a lot of that. So between those two years, I ended up having a shoulder surgery, which kind of you know started that whole you know that whole decline of everything. Um, so that was that was an obstacle itself is just dealing with that injury. Um, so it was tough. I was trying to take it day by day in terms of um, just focusing on myself, both physically, mentally, emotionally, because it it was not easy. And I was trying to really focus on using my support system, whether that was my teammates, coaches, of course, my family and friends. I really kind of, you know, used them to help me get through those hard times. And even through those hard times, I still had the goal of playing overseas. So I wasn't going to let just one bad year, one not so great year compared to the other years kind of deter me from my goal. So did you, so obviously you played, did you hurt your shoulder in the COVID season or was that after that? It was, so it was 20, 2021. Okay. So, so the year after that, yes. Because I was like, as it asked, that would be even tougher having to deal yes. with all that. Yes, so, yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. That, so that would have been, that would have been tough, yeah. That would have been even tougher. So yes. obviously now, Brian, you've got your kind of ticked off that dream of getting to play overseas and mm-hmm. here in the UK playing the WBBL. So how was, how did you find the summer's kind of recruitment process for you and, what kind of what kind of stood out for you? Yeah, so it wasn't it really was not bad at all. I had I signed with a great agency at the end of my last year, uh, my last year of college. So I signed with Sports First Agency and um, working under Ty Shaw, he was really able to help me kind of you know coming out of college. I don't know much about the process or where to go, what to do, what questions to ask. So he was very helpful and just kind of leading me towards the right direction. Um, and it, it was pretty easy. Um, I didn't have to do too much. Um, he kind of took control. So that was nice. Um, cause of course he knows what he's doing. I'm just, I'm new to everything. So it, it was not bad at all. I, I, I did enjoy the process. That's good. So what, obviously you would have had a few options and different opportunities. What kind of excited you about the kind of gladiators project? Yeah. So there were, there were definitely many things that kind of led me here. Um, I think the fact that we were rebuilding, so coming in as a first year, rebuilding that very first year, um, it kind of led me towards the idea of, okay, I can kind of help start get the ball rolling with this team, with this club a little bit. If the, I'm, I'm obviously first year um, professional, they're, they're, they will be a first year team. Um, so that kind of led me towards, of course, I had great conversations with some of the club members, the staff, and they were very much relationship-based, and that's how I am as well. I think that's super important on a team, in a club. Um, so those two things kind of just led me towards, towards choosing the Caledonia Gladiators. And obviously at the time of like signing, I suppose, there was maybe whispers of BBL, WBBL joining, but how important do you think that is for a club to have both a professional men's and a professional women's kind of entity? I think I think that's super important. Um, I think just the the talk around both teams can really help both teams do well. So yeah. I think even growing up as little kids, I always talk about little kids um, in in these situations. But growing up, they have both a women's side and a men's side to look up to. Because um, I, especially with the with the females, with the little girls, I want them to be able to 
watch the men's, but also come to our games, of course, too. Um, so I think that's super important. Yeah, and I think from a kind of more for me personally as well, that's something that I'm quite excited by. By it, like I've taken my wee girl to lots mm-hmm. of games over the last, uh, yep. before COVID, since COVID, and one of the first things I'm looking to do is when I get the opportunity is take her to one of the WBBL games because she's yeah. one who it's crazy. She she loves coming to the basketball. She loves yep. the whole extra stuff going on. And yep, yep, yep. Yep. Because obviously she's young, she loves the kind of distractions. Oh, what's that? What's that? What's this? Right, uh, right. But it's amazing when I put on like, uh, whether it's like when Wimbledon's on, she's not interested in watching mm-hmm. if it's if it's boys playing, but if it's right, one of the right. girls playing, or if it's right. If I put on girl, if there's girls football on the telly, she'll uh-huh. still, she's got a wee bit more interest in it. It's amazing yeah. how even at that age she's like, oh, there that that's that's like that's a woman, that's a yeah. girl, whatever. And you're like, she's. I'm like, I can already tell there's that wee spark in her that goes, yeah. This is maybe something I'm more interested in. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's how I feel like it should be. And we would love to have her at a game anytime soon. We would love that. Yeah, she, she'll be well up for it. She'll be. She always, she always, always goes on about. It's like when I mentioned it to her, she was like, "Yeah, I want to go both." Yes, <laughs> of course, of course. So on to kind of the season. Mm-hmm. As you've had it, you know, obviously it's very much in the early kind of days and obviously had the disappointment of the uh, Durham game being cancelled, but mm-hmm. you've obviously had a brown start to the season. Uh, how are you finding the league and what should we expect from you and the team for the remaining of the season? Yeah, so I think, I think as a team, I think we want to be identified and I think we will be identified as a team that's very gritty. Um, we want to be intense both offensively, but especially defensively. Um, and we're looking to kind of bring that into each game. And we want to just be consistent with it. Of course, we're not going to be perfect. We never will be. Um, we might start slower, but we want to be able to pick that up and just keep it going throughout the whole season, um, which is tough. But I think, I think we have the players, we have the coaches that can handle that. Um, for myself, um, the way I started the first two games is how I want to keep it going for the rest <laughs> of the season. Um, I know that is a tall task, but I do want to be consistent uh, for myself and for the team. Um, whatever, in terms of my role, um, whatever the team needs of me um, to help us win is what I will do. Um, so I'm just excited for uh, just, just to play more games, to really get my feet into the WBBL. Um, I'm excited to play even more teams. Of course, we... There was a bunch of games on last, uh, yesterday, so we were able to kind of watch, scout a little bit, see how these teams, see how these teams are 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 playing. Um, just kind of get to know, because obviously I'm new, so I don't know very much about the team. Um, so I'm kind of still learning, you know, everything about them. But I'm super excited for this season. So obviously you've got your, yourself in the team, but what can you learn from people like Chantel Handy? Oh, she, yeah, you can learn, you can learn everything from her. Um, we, we play, we do play the same position. So for me, you know, we're always guarding each other in practice, which it does get very annoying sometimes because she's a great player. Um, but it's very easy to learn from her. Um, I'm kind of just picking up little things, whether it's on the court or even just how she handles things off the court. Um, she's definitely somebody I look up to in terms of just playing and what she's been able to accomplish. Um, so she's she's definitely like a she's definitely a good role model for me, especially for it being my first year too. Yeah, I suppose someone when you think she's had such a brilliant long professional career, international career, it's it's taken those moments of times where you might not even think you're learning from her, but there's yeah. details that you're like, okay, remember that. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Her, I'm learning from, honestly, everybody. Like, even Coach Miguel, I'm learning from so much from him. It's just, and one thing about me, I'm, I'm a student of the game, so I love to learn, whether it's, you know, it, it could be the smallest thing. I love to learn everything about basketball, why we're doing something, why we would why we wouldn't do something. Um, so I just, I, I love it. I love it. So what, obviously we're now into, you've probably been able to see most of the teams. We obviously see how strong teams like London are. So what's mm-hmm. your kind of expectations for the season? So I think, I think our goal, our, our goal is always to win. Um, whether it's cup, trophy, championship, whatever it is, our goal is always to win. Of course, we want to beat the top ranked team. Um, you know, the expectations are high for us. I think we, you know, we, we do have some expectations from the outside, but we also have high expectations from ourselves because we do know what we're capable of, and that is a lot. So we just have to be able to show that day in and day out. Right. So obviously, right now it's not raining. Yeah. And, you, and, yeah. and yeah. it's probably, considering the week we've had up here, it's been uh, pretty brutal and probably you've yeah. probably come to glass and thought, it's not too bad. And then this week's been awful. How, yep, yep. Are you, obviously being in a new city new country how are you enjoying your new surroundings I I I really enjoy it um I thought the transition from you know I'm 3,000 miles away from home so I thought that tr- transition was was going to be really difficult however it was not at all uh, I felt very welcomed I felt at home here within the first week I love the teammates everybody in the club so they make it very easy um and I love exploring Scotland it's very different very different than back home, uh, but I'm just learning more about Scotland every day. What have you been able to see and do so far? Have you been able to get out and travel around? Yeah, we've been to Glasgow a couple of times. We've been to Edinburgh, which we all love. Uh, one thing we do want to see is uh, the Highland cows. We think they're super cool. Um, <laughs> so so we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we, we do that one day and see them. Uh, but we have, we have a couple of things on our bucket list that we'll definitely do. Uh, we just have, have to find the right times, but it's it's great here. Things like Highland cows, I take for granted now. I, I my uh, yeah. my friend now lives in Canada, and him and his wife came over, and she was just like, "I want to see the cows." Yeah, I, like, I like, totally didn't expect this to be a thing, but apparently it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it, and like of, of course you have cows back home, but they don't <laughs> have like they have that they have the banks here and everything. They're so they seem cool here. We, we definitely are going to see them. <laughs> Going on, what do we expect? What does Erin expect from our time in the UK and what should she look forward to for if Erin was able to look at future Erin, what is she hoping to learn? Yeah, learn, learn. I want to learn a lot about myself too. So I obviously this process, this playing overseas is not it's not easy, of course. Um, but I put myself in a position because I love basketball. I want to be able to travel the world, and that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, so I want to keep that going. Um, I just I think I will learn a lot about the whole process, about basketball, like we had already talked about. I'll be able to learn so much from different players, coaches, just how the whole professional world works, because that's something I, I really do love. Um, and I think it will just really help with my whole self-growth as well, too. So go looking around the rest of the league, is there any kind of uh, one player you're looking to kind of go up against and learn from and try and compete against? Uh, I think so. I don't know about one player. I don't know the league too well just yet. Uh, but of course, London, you know, we always everybody talks about London. So, of course, that's a team that we're all, you know, looking to beat. Um, and I suppose so you that, take that, a lot of, I, I don't know if you would have, but if you look at the kind of in the BBL result for the Gladiators against London, that's probably sent quite a good buzz through the club. Like that was a yeah. performance and 
yeah, it's probably something everyone going, you know what, we can do this as a club. Yes, yes. And I mean, I, I, when we play London, it's like we don't have anything to lose. So we'll just, of course, give it everything we have. Uh, we have a couple of games before we play them. Um, so we'll focus one game at a time. And then when we get there, we'll get there. Right. And, and this has been good. I've loved talking to you. Thank you very much for joining me on the Gladcast podcast. And of yeah, course. have a good time. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was great. Hopefully we could do this again, again soon. You will. You will. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much.